to enter the Elf Tree. This week we see Independence Day with Will Smith. And although the film was made in 1996, there's probably a few spoilers that you're going to find. Welcome to Earth. Bitch. Emmerich, bitch. Everybody, welcome to the three movie goes this week. Uh, we are the conversational show that is about movies that we want to see. I'm Ian, and I'm Martin, and I'm tweaking my nipples, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> is that like Weird Al Yankovic? That's what I do whenever I jump off my my steed. Tweaking my nipples, Joe. It's the first thing I do when I get to town. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually what he does when he whenever he walks in here. Before you know, Maddie like runs to your room and like see, says hi to you. Joe's just in the in the doorway. It's whenever I walk through. It's usually when I get nervous or when I'm thinking deeply. I will tweak my nipples. <laughs> so we watched um, we watched the movie that I guess Martin, where you come from, would just be called July Fourth. Right. <laughs> you know. I well, mean, yeah. I mean, it's, as it's, Tuesday, uh, as it's Thanksgiving this <laughs> weekend. Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, we're going to be celebrating Kwanzaa <laughs> <laughs> with our Valentines and the Easter Bunny. Oh. Yeah, so hoping well, this is going to drop on Independence Day. You're going to Independence you're gonna, Day. You're going to put this out. Yeah, it's yeah. coming up this weekend. So. Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna ride the the Coke Dick that is the American holiday on that red, white, and blue. Yeah, <laughs> Coke Dick, and uh, watch a movie that I've seen probably uh, easily double digit times. Right. You know, and, and you know, and 10, I've, 12 times. I thought I haven't seen this, but I watched. I have, but I've only seen it like once. Okay, well, sure. I imagine most people have only seen this movie once. It's a Roland Emmerich is kind of known for his. Well, recently at least, he's been known for his disaster movies. His big epic, is, grandiose you know what? This disaster movie. This is an epic disaster movie. Yeah, it's it is. Just, it's just an alien invasion it disaster is. movie. It's anything like Armageddon or Deep it Impact, is. which is actually the Roland Emmerich one. Deep Impact, right. 2012, Day After Tomorrow. Um, I'm surprised San Andreas wasn't right, Roland yeah. Emmerich, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. this, this, for all intents and purposes, is a disaster flick. It is. It really is. It is. I mean, uh, it was a disaster. There was lots of messes. And many people died. <laughs> yeah, and in some people's opinions, this was also a disastrous <laughs> flick. Uh, but 1996, this movie came out. I mean, I was like 10 years old. And yeah. dude, I remember this movie. I mean, this had the hot new Will Smith, you know, yeah. uh, and it, it, I don't know. It was the next Straight, th- is this the Is this the first movie you did after Fresh Prince? Oh, I've, yeah, it was, Certainly it was first like blockbuster, this, wasn't it? yeah, it was yeah. this and then Men in Black or something like that. Yeah. The, the two oh, of them yeah, were, Black, yeah. were very close together. Yeah. He was, it's like, it's like, um, when Jim Carrey first came on the scene, he was Ace Ventura, then he was The Mask, then he did Dumb and Dumber, like all within like a six or eight month period. He was in three right. huge movies. Right, right, yeah. So yeah, Will Smith, uh, Captain Steve Hiller, 
The Fresh Prince. The freshest of fresh. Right. He did DJ Jazzy Jeff. And DJ the Fresh Jazzy. Well, see, I grew up with the DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. Really? As a rap group. I Parents remember. just don't understand. That's that one, one of the, of the tunes. Yeah, yeah, that was a good one. Girls at Nothing But Trouble. That was the that was their big song. <laughs> nice. 1986. Nice. I remember it. Wow. Six I'm degrees. Shit. Six degrees of separation in '93 was his first major film, and then right. he did uh, Bad Boys in '95. Of course, Bad Boys were a big bad thing for boys. Him. Yeah. Michael Bay. Wow. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right. That they are in fun. talks to make. A, a third bad boys movie are they really yes yes 50 mil will yeah 50, 50 well, mil yeah. yeah yeah cause apparently he's too big for ID ID 42 yeah they're doing a re the, what is it a reboot or a sequel it's resurgence more, uh, it's called is, is technically the title I guess Independence Day Resurgence so it's a sequel to this right set right. 20 years after this so I read yeah and which that. which would be about now yeah yeah so uh, yeah well, 1996. So yeah, 2016. Of course, it's going to be set 20 years. You know. <laughs> um, but uh, Will Smith's not going to be in it because he asked for 50 million. 50 million dollars. Yeah. But, but I'm okay with else. it. He was kind of erratic in this movie. Like he was always yelling and angry. And he was. I found him odd in this. I don't. He know. brought a lot of the charisma and the energy to the Jeff Goldblum kind of dry humor and the the you know the he's got to think he's the smarts of it all. I like Bill Jeff Pullman. Ah, Bill ah, Pullman ah, was ah, the the ah. the speech giver. You know the fucking yeah. oh, I'm gonna do this. You know kind of a yeah. motion giving. Mm-hmm. He was doing his speeches up on the back of that truck and <laughs> right. Oh, everyone was. was like, yeah, what are you saying? We're in it. It's yeah, in the in the resurgence one though, the president's going to be a woman. It is. It's uh, Celia Ward, I believe, that's is your right. name. She well was well remembered. She was on that. House. Yeah, that's, I don't know why I remember her, but she was uh, on House, and I liked her. So she's you know she she could be president. Oh, that was a good choice. Why yeah, not? yeah. Are they saying the Rodham Clinton's going to be the president? Is that what they're foreshadowing here? No, no. God, no. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> I, I I don't know. I just, who knows? Who knows? We have it's multiple good. disasters on our hands. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't. Uh, like I said, it's been it's been a while since I've seen this. So, and I I read a little bit about it, and I thought, how am I, how am I going to feel about this? But I actually really enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah. It's yeah. it's a well put together movie. It really I, you is. Know, Michael Bay, Roland Emmerich. There are people that get flack for the kind of movies they make, but damn, they can put together an entertaining movie. They know yeah. how to structure a story, which is. I mean, if you think about it, people that make movies are storytellers. I mean, that's what you want out of somebody, you know, who's tell, trying to tell you a story. You want to be entertained. Yeah. And and right off the bat, you saw this movie like looked totally different than anything shot nowadays because it was still shot on film in right. 1996. Right. It's it, but it looks it. You know, you're you're seeing this movie that we, you and I have childhood memory of. You know, seeing yeah. this as kids, and it looks exactly the same as I remember it. And it's it's just so odd because it looks so drastically different than the sequel is going to look because it's all shot digitally. Oh, There's absolutely. going to be all those digital effects and everything yeah. like that. You could probably count, uh, you know, there are probably less than a hundred digital shots in this movie. Right. You know, the rest of it's going to be technical, yeah, like like uh, optical compositing and things yeah. like that. Well, they you actually know. built all those uh, like the Statue of Liberty and they made bigatures of those and blew those right. things up. Right. Yeah. I remember I remember seeing a documentary back in the day where they they inclined them like yeah at something like a, a 80 degrees or something like Get that so that the flame yeah. would literally just rise up the and the city streets oh <laughs> man 
great. It's a great effect. It was always a great effect when I was a kid and watched this movie. Now seeing how they did it, it's just man, that would have been a fun meeting to like be in. It's yeah. like how how are we going to get this fired? It might this be way, these. Guys? It might be this that you're talking about that, that made it uh, made the film better for me. Yeah, I have struggled with new films. I really. You're do. talking <laughs> the practical effects. The practical effects. Yeah, how, I mean that's why Star Wars. Yeah, the original Star models. Wars was so great. Yeah, the writing you know? is so cheesy though because I remember watching this in theaters sure. and hearing people laugh their asses off at some oh, of those parts. Yeah. Some of the yeah. 90s gags. And it's, yeah, it's weird to, to see how humor's changed. <laughs> right. Because it's all punchliney. It's cheesy punchliney, yeah. you know. Right. I did, right. So. I did feel the, the comedy was off a little bit. Well, sure, but you can't say that that wasn't also present in movies like They Live and, yeah. you know. Yeah, a, a product of the time. Also, yeah, I don't think we were yeah. supposed to see Will Smith as a, an erratic madman. No. But well. you know, these movies tell tell stories <laughs> in big broad strokes. Do you know what I mean? Yes, right. They do. Right. I mean, these kinds of movies. Again, this you could probably take any Roland Emmerich movie and substitute each each other's cast for the other cast and still make the same movie. Yeah. So interesting. So Roland Emmerich, um, is I think his first film was Stargate. Oh man, and I remember Stargate. And he, and he was touring with Stargate, and but he never believed there was life on other planets. Never believed in aliens, and people kept asking him. People kept saying to him, "Roland didn't." You know, yeah. So if if you're, uh, you know, you're making these kind of movies about these, you know, time, space, dimensions, aliens, but yeah. you, but you've gone on record saying you don't believe any of this, and that's what got that is him interesting. Yeah. That's what got him thinking about the next movie they was going to do, and that's how it came up with uh, Independence Day. Thought really, well, yeah. Independence Day was the second film. I believe so. Was, was it, it like the first time that he was contemplating, like, what if there is something out there? This well, is how he, they would arrive. His, his thing was, as he was being asked these questions, what if, you know, there was no doubt about it? They just fucking appeared and they were there, larger than life <laughs> yeah. in the sky, like they are, because of the size of a city, these ships. So, it, that, and that's oh, got, wow. that, that got him thinking. Okay, that's the next film. So he made a bunch of he made a bunch of films beforehand. Uh, a couple in his native, I guess, is that is that. German is Roland Emmerich, yeah, Germany. Um, but his his first films that I recognize, I tend to recognize, um, Universal Soldier. That was Jean Claude Van Damme. Ah, yeah. Uh, Stargate, Independence Day, Godzilla, The Patriot, the Mel Gibson right. movie, The Patriot, The Day After Tomorrow, Ten Thousand BC, Twenty Twelve, and how Stella got her group. Back. White House uh. down. How <laughs> <laughs> Stella got her group. Back. I'll tell you what, that makes sense, Godzilla, because Godzilla mm. is a lot like this. Yeah. Oh, yes. Yes, exactly. And I Matthew, love Matthew Godzilla Broderick too, one. man. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. The preferred... Matthew Roger Godzilla was great. Yeah, I think it was great. I think it was better <laughs> than the recent one. Yes, I remember you, yeah, you said you didn't, you weren't the biggest fan of it, and I, I wonder how much of it was the the, the filmmaking technique. I, I've noticed I've been watching one or two new films. I can't get on with them. I can't watch them. They just look so... I'm just so fake. Yeah. I'm just I'm not in it. I'm not a video game guy. I've never been a gamer. I, right. I don't play video games. But movies now are just looking like video games. See, that's what Cloverfield. But you said you enjoyed Cloverfield. Cloverfield were good. It was the storytelling on Cloverfield that was right. interesting, though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. that is, I mean, blatantly told in a way that you just put a little character in front, and this movie is told like a video game. The whole mm. camera's like following a point of view, somebody's yeah. point of view. So it's, it's like they got a you know, GoPro on. Right. Yeah. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, it's not that. It's not that. It's not the way the story is told. It's how it looks. It's like uh, it's like this uber real. Yeah. The colors that it just doesn't look real anymore. Film. Interesting. Interesting. See, yeah. uh, and I've noticed I, there's another another little sidebar to that. Um, 
about movie acting these days it's also over the top acting is now better on tv because it's contained yes, right movie acting now is just it's, it's i don't know it's just yeah really it, big and obvious i think you know? it all has to do for me with with why i enjoy going to the imax for me you know because it's more of an immersive experience yeah. so godzilla the new godzilla i loved because i saw a 3d imax i mean and it was fucking 70 feet tall godzilla right, was right. humongous it was it was amazing right. but i imagine watching it on this 40 inch screen in the in the living room here it would yeah. not be as epic yeah. it wouldn't be as impressive yeah. so you would be focused more on the things that don't like really look the real and and then yeah. the poor storytelling yeah so I, I i wonder if people's acting techniques has have um kind of evolved into you know just more of the we just got to give them over the top and they're yeah. just going to create these mega moments yeah. of everything it's yeah. everything's uber and mega and super hey, it's too much for me i like a slow build slow pace uh it works a thinker you yeah. know i was going to say something at the beginning of this movie you had a lot of dead time a lot of slow mm. time where they were thinking in the park where jeff goldblum is yeah. introduced yeah. playing chess with his dad um, there were a lot of shots that he, nobody, nobody said anything. He, they're just looking at each other, looking at the chess pieces. And, you know, you get a chance to, like, see this very intricate relationship with the, you know, the father and the son, you the do. very Jewish father and the, you know, the kind of computer programming slacker son. I thought the, uh, I thought the, whole, the whole first act of this was pretty, pretty perfect. It was. Yeah, the way they set it all, all the way from, like you said, <clears throat> setting up all the characters. Yep, yep. Came in on the moon. Well, the I mean, moon, we didn't yeah. see Will Smith for the first twenty minutes no, of the movie because no. we were get, we were introducing all of the the elements that were going to be the, the the brains of the story. Yeah, and then you introduce your Luke Skywalker type character, right? And yeah. there's Will Smith. Yeah, Roland you know? was like, "They fucking want him, but yeah. I'm not giving him to yeah, him." Yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly. It's like and introducing yeah. Will, Will, Will Smith, Smith, Smith. Yeah. People start I thought, like honestly, doing that. I thought Jeff Goldblum was more of the hero. Uh, well, he right. was, that was Star my David. Away. He was for yeah. for us because we are looking for more than just the flashy like yeah. ding kind of toothy grin. You know, Will Smith. We were actually paying attention to the story of what was going on. Yeah. You know, applying it to the varying elements of of reality that we we noticed that he, they were discussing. Yeah, in this movie. but you know, as me and Joe were talking earlier, what is fucking reality? I mean, Without what, me? what's, what's your thought? What's your- <laughs> <laughs> the moon, the the fact that this opens on the moon. Oh yeah, I it mean, does. You, yeah, we're, we're talking about crow and everything yes. like that. <laughs> ISI chat. So. Shout out crow seven seven seven. Yeah, and his theory is that the moon is just <sighs> he's studying this thing. You know, <laughs> yes, he is. And he's he's now trying to go around the U.S. so he can film. He's calling in the darkest ap- skies an apparition. No? Yeah. Yeah, because he was calling it a, a hologram. Uh, like a hologram. a hologram. The moon is a hologram. It's not really there, but he moved away from that phrase, and did it? Right. He's, he's not he's, saying he's, that he's it's put, not a moon back there. He's just saying what we're seeing is not what's probably there. A, facade. a hologram. A yeah. facade yes, is yes, it's probably using. a facade. Yes, exactly. Yeah. He's he's using a very generalized term because he doesn't know what it is. He's not claiming to know what it is, but. Yeah. You're right. It starts on the moon with the plaques uh, that Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and, and Michael Collins supposedly yeah. left on the moon. But he's like, oh, is, that, yeah. is that right? I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah, Apollo 11. That was where you they know, left it was a just, plaque. Yeah. Oh yeah. They left yeah. a plaque. They had their names Arrogant. had been chiseled into it. Yeah. 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 Of yeah, yeah. yeah. They all Someone, chiseled on it. Here's our plaque. plaque. It's great. Here's our plaque and all of our garbage. Yeah. <laughs> And all of our garbage. Well, they did. They left the whole bottom half of their spacecraft on the moon. Yeah. Use it as a launching platform to get the the top half back. That's to, the story. That's that's, that's, that's the, the, uh, considering they got past the Van Allen ba- belts out there of the radioactive. Right. Oh, uh, that's true. Uh, that's Van true. Allen belts. 
That's weird yeah, I mean, shit. These, these aliens didn't need those, though. They can get through those. They can do whatever they want. Yeah, I mean, they if they're coming the, to the visit us. Codes. Yeah. Which was funny. I will say this about the aliens. Uh, they lacked any sort of empathy, so they were weaker than the human species. How? Well, clearly, obviously, the humans won at the end. But They lacked empathy? Uh, they're traveling all over the universe in these ships, and they're, seriously, they're pretty impressive stuff, you know? Yeah. But yet they're just out to kill people. Like, come on, go. Like, I agree. You got with all that. this power, and as, this is what you're doing with yeah, it. Yeah, as a as a villain, that that was that was the that was it. One, it seemed like that would be a waste of their time to just go land on a planet and then. I mean, obviously, unless they're going to harvest, strip and, off his resources for sure. I'm guessing. Yeah. I mean, it's it was, true. It's it just a weird thing to think about, right? It is really. I do agree with that though, because the, the, I mean, they were aliens, but they were really faceless. There was nothing. They were, yeah. Like, yeah. like aliens? Aliens. <laughs> I'm not saying it's aliens. George Sukalos. Still invited on the show. Always invited. Yeah. Uh, and Will Smith. And his hair can come too. We'll invite Trump's hair and they can have their own little chairs. You know, yeah. uh, nobody ever actually read the log line of this movie. Hold let's, on. Let's gonna, drop gonna, it. Gonna drop this, it like it's hot. Pull this bitch up. Okay. The aliens are coming and their goal is to invade and destroy Earth. Fighting superior technology, mankind's best weapon, is Is the will to survive. (sighs) Will Smith. Yeah, yeah. That is, okay, so that's the official IMDb logline, which I didn't, I mean, it's, neither of these are really any good. I mean, it's, uh, Wikipedia says Independence Day is a 1996 American science science fiction disaster film co-written and directed by Roland Emmerich. Stars Will Pil- Will Smith, Bill Pullman, Jeff Goldblum, Mary McDonald, <laughs> Judd Hirsch, Margaret Collin, Randy Quaid, Robert Logia, blah, blah, all these all these other people. All these motherfuckers and, are and in Harry shit. Connick, <laughs> <laughs> And Harry Connick Jr. And Harry Potter. Yeah, Harry Which, Connick Jr. were an odd, odd one. He was, he was. But you know what? Again, he for me, that's the character that I introduced me to Harry Connick Jr. Uh, he was Will Smith's goose. Yeah, exactly. He's just, exactly. A, just a, a 90s guy. When, when are you a singer or something? He sort? is. He's a he's right. a career. He's, a he's, on, he's currently on American Idol. He's a he's is one he of the real? judges on yeah. American Idol. Yeah. Real? Dude, his music is incredible. And then Randy Quaid. You remember hearing Randy Quaid kind of went awesome. over the past couple of weeks, right? right? I didn't hear that. He's he's you know written. Uh, he's made a couple videos just kind of outright accusing somebody is out to get him they're following him and really know, yeah 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 i mean he's and he's Whoa. he was quoting independence day and doing all this kind of stuff really so he's yeah he's he's got some something going on he was posting some stuff so he's been might, smoking the medical marijuana yeah we might we might post some of that yeah. stuff on the website wow, randy you're invited yes yeah, please randy randy quaid come he was one of my favorite dudes in the movie man find the rv at the Earthship radio <laughs> yeah he's uh he's a crop duster and uh apparently he gets hammered while he flies his planes around and he were never... an in- he were an interesting character yeah though. Uh, like you said so uh, he he was crop dusting these farms not which farting is not and yeah i was yeah. gonna say which is not you know walking and farting and walking away <laughs> crop, crop sorry. dusting i've never yeah. heard that sorry why you're going down the aisle of a movie theater uh, yeah yeah exactly <laughs> <laughs> when you're like moving Dropping out. One on every row <laughs> yeah exactly yeah, yeah past all the first daters crop dusting yeah. Yeah. but the but the the his old backstory is that he claims to be a contactee Yes. yes, right. He's yeah. been abducted 10 years ago, and yeah. ever since then, he's kind of lost his marbles. But they painted him as a bit of a loon, but they threw it in there, you know? Well, he became a drunk because he became a laughing stock. Yeah. So he's turned. So he just he kind of embraced it. 
at that point. Yeah, he you know. kind of turned his uh, life into a, a drunken stupor of just right. flying fr- his plane. Right, and, and, and dusting wrong fields and stuff like that. You get the sense mm-hmm. that he's a real screw-up. And yeah. he's, got, he's yeah. got these kids that, you know... Two, well, two of whom don't really even I mean most of whom don't really look like him so maybe he's they're yeah, I don't know to them. yeah or you know well their mother's probably you know passed away but she might have been you know New Mexican or something like that or oh, they got yeah. the Stockholm Syndrome he was a kidnapper <laughs> <laughs> they just have a lot of sympathy yeah. for him oh right yes. <laughs> <laughs> But no, yeah. I, I, he was a coyote helping them get across the border. Yeah, and they fell. They, they they fell in love. I brought up this. He was flying a plane. That's not an easy. There's task. your story, man. That's a movie we should write. The, the you know the the guy who's trying to smuggle people across the border and they get they get fucking Stockholm syndrome yes. and they end up becoming one happy family there towards the end. Anyways, keep going. No, what I was gonna say it could be a theory of the movie that uh, he was purposefully never crop dusting his own crop. You know. And yeah, that's why they were poor. You, you mentioned this. I don't understand. I don't understand. Organics, a bit more. not putting uh, pesticides on your crop. Right. Like he was always spraying someone else's. Right. And, uh, yeah, but he was getting paid to spray people's. Like people were paying him to spray their crops. Oh, and I he thought was they were always. It. He was having to spray his own crop. No, no, no. He crop dusting was his business, so people would pay him to spray their crop. You know, their crop fields with you know whatever pesticides they needed for that you know, particular time of the year. But it was spraying the wrong fields. But wrong crop. It, it, was opens, killing, it was killing the vegetation. It's it? Yes, it. essentially. Right. He, was, he was spraying scratch the that. wrong stuff <laughs> on... Scratch that, that. Well, yeah. I like the fact you think he's smarter than they're giving him credit uh, for. You're I right. I appreciate that. Well, he's flying yes. planes. That's not an yeah, easy task. I and then agree. he ends up uh, being the hero at the end. You know? They did, really. Here's the question. Do you believe him by the end of the movie that he was indeed abducted by aliens? I never doubted him. But yeah, you, neither did I. No, no never did. No, yeah, exactly. Who wants to like wear that kind of a, a thing? You know, yeah. like who wants to be the laughing stock of a uh, of every every? Like he's living in a community where people are clearly walking in, know of him, and make yeah. fun of him. Right? Yeah. Why the fuck would anyone why want choose to do that? With that? Yeah. yeah, yeah. I don't know. That's the only thing that makes sense to me. It's like why people actually do that in real life? Because there's people that claim this shit. Like yeah. they've been abducted and stuff, and a lot, a lot of people. Like so I remember hearing, like on a documentary, it was like thirty thousand or so cases of people that claim to have been abducted, like on record, like taking down, you know, like mm-hmm. calling someone about it. Whoa! Explain that again. Thirty thousand. There's like cases over thirty thousand different cases wow. on record of people who have now, whether they're loony or not. That's still a lot of people in history claiming in recorded history. I guess since people have been recording, yeah, okay. abductions and stuff like wow, that. Wow, thirty thousand. Yeah, I mean, that's a significant number. Don't you think? I think it's a huge. Seems number. like a lot, yeah, and know. I mean, there's bound to be a portion of that that are nutcases. But well, and and how do we know that 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 elements of the Bible, when people in biblical times claim to have been visited by God or visited by an angel, well, exactly. You know that really they're not describing the same kind of thing, and people that nowadays would be like, oh, well, that's exactly. an alien abduction. Well, uh, Jesus is the son of a of a, this alien that lives in in this in the sky. The, an it, archangel. Is, yeah, is that not just that's, that's alien to this planet? You're right. That's, you're right. That's an alien species. That is it? true. Yeah. So, uh, Jesus, if you're listening to this, yeah, uh, well, you're invited on the show. You're invited. Please let us know your second. Com- <laughs> Please let us announce your second coming. We'd like to be the first. Uh, <laughs> We'd like a, an exclusive. It may help us out with some numbers. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, but I didn't mind that. I've, I thought I thought they did quite well at. Um, I mean, they did poke fun at the guy, saying, you know, or they, they left it kind of a. Who are we talking about? 
Randy Quaid and Randy Quaid. Got it. Ru- Russell, they were called in this one. Russell. Russell K. Yeah, Russell K. Yeah, so I didn't mind. Case, excuse me. Case, yeah. I didn't mind it. I thought it was kind of good. They didn't really point the finger. They didn't really rip the piss too much. Right. Yeah. They didn't put any defining kind of mark of whether he was right or whether he wasn't. They took a lot of the elements of, uh, uh, you know, abductee and yeah. conspiracy culture around aliens and they kind of neatly wove it into the plot. Right. Well, uh, if this is something Roswell that you were saying. And, yeah, yeah exactly. Roswell Area 51. If you're saying this is well, this is Roland Emmerich's exploration of what what would he believe an, yeah, al- an actual alien story sense. would happen, you know, he would pull from all of these things it and would. like these elements. Like that's one person's in. Well, you can't say how many people had their hands on like the script and the story in the whole process, but. It's like if one person is crafting the story, he would pull the elements yeah. that he as an intelligent human yeah. being believe the most. And a lot of them are, are the ones that continually get pulled, like the X-Files. I hear the X-Files had, had a, a reputation for uh, legitimacy. Like they... Yeah, they, they, they oh, did. using true stories. Yeah, like, or, stories. or yeah. you know, the, the stuff they did is actual plausible stuff. Well, yeah, yeah I mean, I imagine something like that. Like, if you're a part of a research team on a show, they're freaking going nuts on that. They're getting paid yeah. to go research this stuff. Right. Hey, you but know? going back to Close Encounters of the Third Kind, um, Ronald Reagan watched that and said to Steven Spielberg, you're pretty close. No way. Yeah. It's on, it's on record. You can find that. But said... No way. Ronald Reagan said, you don't know how close you are with this. But then oh, says Stanley Kubrick, man. you are even closer with the moon landings. Thank you, sir. Well, Thank you, <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen. Well, Stanley, Kubrick. I mean, Stanley Kubrick. Stanley Kubrick potentially shot all that on the soundstage. That's, yes, exactly. That, that's the theory. Exactly. There's yeah. some compelling evidence out there that I did not know growing up, so... Nobody knew growing up. Go check some of that out, guys, if you're questioning what we're talking about, because it's uh, some real shit. Well, be specific. Give me Stanley Kubrick, Moonland. Well, yeah, like all these uh, theories, really. Yeah, you know, yeah. people trying to find... People are just asking all these crazy questions, which aren't so crazy. It's yeah. like, why aren't we asking these same these questions where, you know... Like one of the recent things I was looking into was like rockets. Like we never see this like clean footage, which this crow guy claims he could film a rocket from the ground taking off until it's in outer space like he could film it the whole time in hd clear footage with his equipment yeah yet we never get any actual official footage of this kind of thing like mm. it's always showing it kind of over arc and then it starts yeah. to go down like it looks like it's arcing down like it's yeah. always these weird things but anyway he's been pointing out a lot of that stuff and clipping together all these launch like official launch footage you know from yeah. nasa and it's like wow that's true did they you, always cut off at the same times right. and did you really did you happen to see did you happen to see the uh the space the spacex launch this past week yes spacex launched uh, they were going to launch a, a something as a satellite or something that was supposed to make contact with the international space station right. it's supposed it, to be the second official it uh, was i guess a private contractor that can take these rockets to space Right. Well, SpaceX is Elon Musk, mm-hmm. right? Yes. Um, and yes. Uh, it blew up two minutes into the mission. Yes. I did see this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, oof, man, rough, but but not entirely shocking to me. Like, that yeah. did not shock me. Of course, something... I think it's all small chimeras. Well, did you see the... Maybe. There's people that are reporting, like even today, um, I saw an article that was reporting it was shot down with a laser. Um, people are posting images SpaceX? where you can see the la- like two points, one point white on one side and then directly parallel on the other side of the rocket. Really? You see the exit point. And so apparently this company that is the only other company, and I can't remember the name of them, 
like it's like Lockheed Martin or something. Okay. They're the only other company that can put this kind of rocket in, into space. And so one of the theories is, is SpaceX is the first real competition and they've kind of been audibly nipping at each other. Interesting. You know, so potentially uh, Lockheed just presented, I guess, last year, a couple years ago, their laser technology of being able to shoot down rockets and shit. Mm, and so potentially right. this could be them slowing down the process of someone taking over their industry. If, right. if that would make sense. That would be the the accusation. Yeah, that's the kind okay. of the theories behind like Direct energy weapons and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Well, mm -hmm. but but sabotage using those direct yeah. energy weapons. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, man, that would be crazy. It's crazy to think Oof. about, but there's people presenting this information and, and photos, and it's like, well, fuck. Slowing down the footage, and it's there. I mean, unless it's two pressure points just going out at the same time. Yeah. It, it does look lasery. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> lasery. It's very quick. It's quick. So, so in, Independence Day is told in three very, very blatant parts, it and is. they split mm -hmm. it up very easily: July second, yeah. July third, July fourth. Yeah. So you know, mm -hmm. Act One, Act Two, Act Three. Yeah. Um, Which is like I think it was. Did we ever give anybody like an, an idea what Independence Day is? Do people understand what Independence Day is? Because there's we got listeners the from day? all over the world. That don't may not know what that day that, even means. That is true. This is this is something Joe Joe's paid attention to where some of our listeners come from. They do come from all over the world. Oh, really? People. So if you're listening from other parts of the the world and you're you know wanting to to reach out, wish us happy Independence Day. Right. Uh, I'm not right bothered by. Check us out I on Twitter. Really yeah. I mean, it's true. It's still stories, you know, because we just inherit them and learn. Well, about it's them. the American independence of the British. Right? It is. Yeah. Thirteen is. colonies. Uh, 1776. 1776, July 4th. Yes. And Thomas yeah. Jefferson wrote the damn thing. Well, he put his name on it. And legend has it that the it wasn't actually signed on July 4th. There's That's what you of, were saying. Yeah. It's weird. It's kind of like, oh, okay. Well, we're just going to celebrate this day anyway. But yeah, it's the biggest celebration day in this country. But it's the date that's written on the Declaration of Independence. Yes, that's yes. what that's what we're celebrating. We're not celebrating right. the day it was signed. Oh, we're celebrating okay. the day it was declared that oh, we don't okay. want to be. We're not gonna take it. That's what fucking <laughs> might as well have said on this fucking paperwork. <laughs> Uh, interesting. I'm still That's, convinced it was yeah. a, a break off. It was a break off venture. It was a side company from the main corporation. It is. Absolutely, it is. <laughs> well, absolutely. exactly. It could very well be. Absolutely, it is. Yeah. It's, it's so like it's like they take the mask off and it's really scrappy do. You know? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Something you know you never expect it. Yes. Yeah. But yeah, it's uh, it, it's kind of that day, and this movie has always been. It's always kind of been the biggest Independence Day film that would come around yearly. This is the the. As big as people make a big deal about, you know, uh, St. Patrick's Day or Christmas or anything like that, it's like this is the holiday that in America, everybody America. is an American. It's a federal holiday. And you get we paid. are fucking, yeah, exactly. Everybody yeah. gets paid on, on July 4th. Even if you don't have a job, you get paid. Like, Trent. they're just handing money out. <laughs> Trent. But America. what do most, most Americans do? I barbecue, drink beer, and watch sports. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> or play sports, That's you know, celebration. everybody goes, shoots off fireworks. A lot oh, of high man. fives. I do remember that. Like growing up, we would go out to uh, to uh, Royce City to, you know, the, uh, a friend's house over there. And everybody would buy, you'd save up your money for a couple of weeks, so, you know, to to go and buy fireworks. Hit up the fireworks stand. Stands. Have you seen any of these fireworks stands no. ever? Dude, the, I mean, fireworks stands just line the highway Dude, in Texas. all over uh, the place. Dude, and from, you know, middle of June, early June, all the way through the 4th of July, they're all open and people will drop hundreds and hundreds and hundreds yeah. of dollars without even blinking. 
on right. little mini explosives and stuff like that. I uh, every year uh, this guy that I grew up with, his name is Gabe. He always tries to outdo himself from last year, right. and he he makes these giant firework displays and stuff. That's it's, cool. It's it's, like it's a... pretty cool. Like people go all out for the Fourth of July. How much yeah. does Gabe spend on his fireworks? Gabe spends. Gabe spends. I have no idea, but Gabe <laughs> makes enough money to spend enough money. The uh, the fireworks show at Disney that they do every night yeah. is said to cost like I think millions. Of dollars. Oh no no no! Really? Yeah, like it's Why? not cheap. Why yeah. on earth are they spending millions of dollars a night? Think about at how much, Disneyland. Think about how much they make a day. I think oh, it's said that right. Disney makes like around sixty something million a day or something. Wow. What? No. The theme parks. Something like that. I don't know. I would have to check wow. those numbers. Don't Did, take don't take my word for that. Well, anyway, that could be very off. But it's Disney. I mean, look, they own everything now, right? Yeah. I mean, how much, much how much money do you think you've spent on a day at Disney? Have you been to Disney? No, I'm not gonna fucking Disney. We could take mushrooms and go to Disney. I think I'd shoot myself. I'll shoot somebody else. <laughs> Oh, oh. We're on mushrooms at Disney. No, 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 no. Oh. This is, Martin, what we're, we're saying is we need you to go to Disney with us. <laughs> <laughs> we need you to be programmed. I mean, how much do you imagine somebody spends, one person could spend at a day on Disney? Oh, hundreds. On a day at Disney. I mean, you could, you could go solo and be, like, it depends if you're a, like a Coke drinker, uh, a Coke snorter. What does anybody uh, want to go to Disney for? Well, it's, it's entertainment. Apparently, the most see, magical place on earth. Is it? There's some really well, far well, out shit there. Some fucking mad Nazi fucker. He was. Yeah. Well, he, he was Nazi, <laughs> Nazi fucker. Yeah. Yeah. He was in in, in Glorious Bastards. Yeah. Fucking the Nazi. <laughs> that would be funny. He's the, like the extra character they never showed. Yes, I mean but it was Walt Disney. Oh, yeah. the man behind the curtain. Yeah, behind it all. Yeah, that's the man. But dragging us back to this this film, right? Screaming, yes. kicking and screaming. But on that note, about money that's that's that's, that's spent on fucking ridiculous lavish oh, yes. occasions. They spent thirty million advertising this movie. No way, oh. thirty million advertising. Oh, wow. And this this was one of the first movies that was advertised during the Super Bowl. Uh, commercials. Oh, really? Setting off the current trend of like any potential blockbuster, they will make sure they advertise during the Super Bowl. Yeah, because the year before was that freaking the, to the Oklahoma City bombing. So it was like the year after. They need to give us a good boost of spirit. Right. Really? Yeah. Think really? about it. Oh, yeah. wow. oh wow, that was that a dark moment. Sense. I didn't yeah. even think about that. Yeah, wow. Oklahoma City bombing. Okay. Yeah, that was a. What was that? Ninety five. You said that was in ninety five. Yeah. Wow. Timothy McVeigh. Yeah, I remember. supposedly. Oh, I do Timothy remember McVay. that. I do remember that. There's uh, some theory around that one too. It's very interesting. I'm sure, there is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, very. So you think this was just a just the exact boost that uh, everybody needed? <laughs> Independent. I mean, you got to yeah. look at them like they're just money makers. Like yeah. it, that's all. Like what's going on in Hollywood right now? Our distaste for a lot of these movies that are coming out. It really is what it is. It's people seeing an investment, making it, it happening, is. putting it all is. the right pieces of the puzzles together to bake a cake and get people to eat it and this is this this movie uh again was one of the first movies to to do a huge huge endorsement with coca-cola because yeah. you saw coca-cola fucking everywhere didn't you? yeah right exactly or or coke offshoot products yeah. and everything the whole the whole like climactic uh so where was that with jeff goblin was that seti set yeah yeah 
Yeah, no, no. no. Said he was at the very oh, beginning. Oh yeah, yeah, that was. Said he was at the very beginning with the guy playing putt putt golf just, in the office. Right. So this was just some research. Yeah, he time. was. Uh, Jeff Goldblum was working for a cable company in New that's York. That's right. That's he right. just stumbled across that's a right. signal bouncing off their satellites, <laughs> yeah, and he was able to isolate right. the signal mm-hmm. and realized that it's just going to go away in a few hours, anyways. And he realized David. it's a countdown. Yeah, yeah. He, he David, was, David. It's uh, Harvey Firestein. <laughs> He was um, in the birdcage. But he, he then like figures out that there's a countdown and all these alien ships are coming in and they're gonna they're counting down to something and he practiced yep. the the lines he was gonna use and whoosh, spinning the computer around. Right. Yep, yep. You know, he, he, yeah. he, he nailed it. When he when it was go time, he nailed it there in the presence. I was office. disappointed. Yeah. No one ever gave him a like a dude, way to go on the countdown ticker. <laughs> well, his dad did. His dad did. Yeah, his dad <laughs> you know, his dad was a big champion. That's true. Yeah, That's and true. his dad is also coming back. I am gonna confirm dad coming back for Independence uh, Day resurgence. Yeah, he took the forty-nine million. <laughs> he did. He did. Yeah, that's what. That's what a good little story though. Together. Yeah, the, yeah, it really was. And so when Jeff Goldblum, I dis- dig father-son stories. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Jeff Goldblum discovers this. He his dad drives him to the White House, doesn't he? He does. Because yeah. it turns out Jeff Goldblum's ex-wife is what the press it's like secretary. the Secretary of State or something. She's yeah. she's high up in the Beautiful. administration. Yeah, yeah. You were saying the set was uh, the same as yeah, in, the, from Nixon? the set for the White House was the same set that they used for Oliver Stone's Nixon. And yeah. the other one, I can't f- keep forgetting. The, um, the, uh, an American president with Michael yeah, Douglas. Michael Douglas, yeah. 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 They the, used that same set. I do wonder I if they just it. have it set yeah. somewhere, you know? That's it. quite possible. It depends. I mean, you know, it might be in a Warner Brothers lot somewhere. And, yeah. you know, every show that ever shoots in, quote unquote, the White House, yeah. Though I will say I've been watching Scandal lately, and the sets seem slightly different than gotcha. the sets in like the West Wing. So that, that hmm. they might not have you know a, a, a White House set for rent somewhere. Yeah. You know. I but. was thinking, yeah, because there was it looked almost like the same set from House of Cards. Right. And so I was wondering, with one of the frames, it's got this huge like half circle arch. Yes. yes. And I noticed it's it had the trim, but yeah. it was different. It was a yeah. different trim. So I wonder, okay, it's 96 when they filmed this. Maybe somebody updated how they wanted it to look for this specific show right. over the years, you know? Right, exactly. Gets a little dinged up here and there. Yeah, I mean, the White House gets redesigned, like the Oval Office, and I imagine some of the rooms and stuff like that get redesigned for each different president. So, you know, as as movies get made, you know, throughout the, the, the years... You can get away with just you know new yeah. president, new uh, new design. Uh, so, and then uh, what were a trip is in the Twin Towers still up? Oh, oh yeah. that is well, true. Nineteen ninety six. Until they were attacked, then that's true. We did see them knocked down, but they weren't down yeah, they, to the ground. No, they were more more like you would imagine. Because uh, I mean, when no, when, there were there were an establishing shot though where they were yes, they were there. They were, right they were before before the attack happened. This was as the the ships coming in. We yeah. saw the thing come over the Statue of Liberty yeah, and the right. Twin Towers. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's like fifteen mile wide, you know, alien spaceship. Yeah, it's the size of a city or something. Isn't there? And there, yeah. there was oh, yeah. one over Washington, one over L.A., and one over New York. Yes, and, and they just parked there. And then some on some other cities over the seas. Yeah, somewhere around the world. Yeah, you know, they have their own problems and they figure it out. But we, we didn't pay attention because, you know, America. We're just along the ride with uh, Malcolm, Dr. Malcolm. Dr. Ian Malcolm. <laughs> We're along the ride with the fly. Um, uh, so they, they coordinate like everybody kind of is like evacuating and it's all chaos yeah, and yeah. everything like that. And yeah. they, everybody 
you know, all the important characters get out just in the nick of time. Yeah, it's, like you said, it's not. It's only here that you actually see Will Smith get up right. with uh, what she called Vivica Fox. Mm-hmm. Yes, right. And they look. They're in L.A. and they? they look out the out in the sky, and there it is. Yeah, and, and he and gets he knows, his uniform on, and he's off. Yes. Yeah. He he knows he's called in. Yeah. And so, so he goes to his uh, his locker where he meets up with Goose, and there's a. Uh, all this NASA stuff in his locker because he wants real? to be a uh, he wants to go to space. Apparently. That's right. Uh, that was like his deep. Oh, and he got turned down, didn't he? Yes, he, he got, did. He got yeah. turned down because he's because uh, he's with marrying a stripper. A stripper. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, that's not really. <laughs> but, you know. but that's what everybody says to him. You know, it's like <laughs> that's what the guy says to him. Yeah, yeah it's about, the suggestion. That yes. was a bit Which off is color. Excuse my pun. That she was a stripper. <laughs> really? Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't think weird. I don't think he could get away with that today. I really don't. An exotic dancer? Maybe not. Maybe not. Well, it's kind of weird because it shows you almost like, oh, did he meet her at this place? Is that how their yeah, relationship began? It's like so she's, it's already- the, she's the one stripper. Why does she have to be black? That's true. You know, it felt a little bit... I don't think... In today's very sensitive times, I don't think you could get away with it. That's that's quite possible. I mean, yeah. 20 years ago, things have changed in 20 years. Absolutely. Mm. Things have changed. Yes. Many things. <laughs> and yet so many things have stayed the same. Like, who would have ever thought <laughs> this month, one of the biggest military exercises is, uh, to ever happen on our soil is going to happen. And it's going to be like this long-ass weird thing. And it's like you said, maybe maybe a false flag. I, I heard this. A false flag will probably come next. A next big one, like 9-11, will probably come in the form of a, a perceived alien attack. Alien attack. Or something big enough that you would have to set up over 300 FEMA camps across the U.S. I mean, that's some, oof, you know, that's some weird shit. Yeah. I think that's the reason this film still kind of stands up. These questions are still unanswered. <clears throat> well, it's why films like They Live stand up, too. Yeah. Is because these questions are still unanswered. Yeah. yeah. I mean, and it's not even that they're unanswered. It's that everybody's just being told no we're not answering yeah. we are just flat out not going to answer you anymore which although i did read um in 2013 in august uh the cia and everybody officially exo- acknowledged the uh, existence of area 51 right and right. we're saying that it's all a you know it's a b-52 type bomber you know research facility right. from like the 50s and all that kind of again stuff. that's an interesting piece of this so um the military were going to supply all the all the vehicles yeah. for this film, you know, right. all the tanks, all the trucks, but they demanded that production take Area Fifty One out of the script. Yeah, and hmm. production, to their credit, didn't. They said no, it's, in, it's integral to the plot. So yeah. the military pulled out. They didn't give them anything. Interesting. Which hmm. is interesting, isn't it? Supposedly, they might have given them intelligence uh, to, possibly, to hide possibly. inside the movie to fictionalize and therefore discredit the possibility that any actual factual information in this movie could potentially be factual. Yeah. It's true that like disinformation. Yes. Yes, exactly. That's those, those are all things that have been, been thrown around. Yeah, it's true. I do wonder how that stuff goes, you know, especially because I mean, I don't know any people here in Hollywood that like write huge scripts. So I don't know what kind of influence they have whenever they're writing their own stories. Cause it's like you, like us three right here, we could write our own story that, you know, anyone, I guess, could interject like a theory about it, you know, just based on our own personal research, the way we have our own beliefs and whatever you think about, you, you essentially would present somebody with a story. At what point, if we were writing something and all of a sudden we were selling it, would someone interject Oh, and put you need to put some sort of this. psyop, you know? Yeah, right, exactly. You need to put this in the script, put that in the script, and then we can 
perhaps sell it to these we can get funding from these types because this is their agenda yes. if you can put these themes in there's a funding source mm. if you can get this message out we can get this backed. You can be a rich guy. But that's guy. all sponsorship. I mean, that's that's forms of sponsorship. That's how movies like get that. made, that's though. That's how everything That's how made. movies get made, honestly. It's so. not about your great script. It's about what the funding source is. Right. We need 15 Coca-Cola vending machines to be shown <laughs> every 32 seconds while we are pulling out. <laughs> well, yeah. But um, so getting back to the plot, yeah, the, 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 the big... The, the, big um, the attack happens. The attack happens. They, yeah. send, they send up that fucking helicopter that's got light. They can't communicate with it. Right. Yeah. So right. The welcome wagon. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they decide to flashlights. Like, very much like uh, Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Yeah, I thought that. Actually. What's yeah. the most obnoxious thing we could do? Oh, yeah, let's shine a bunch let's of these baseball <laughs> lights <laughs> in its eyes. Yes, Baseball exactly. lights. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Hi, guys. <laughs> yeah, but then, then you realize these guys are fucking hostile because the yeah. ship opens up and boom, it, bla- it blasts <laughs> yep. the... Uh, yeah, they do. They blast them. The blast them. Yeah. But yeah. They're the, I guess they're the first ones to perish. Yeah, because then, cause well, like, technically, uh, the first ones to perish were the the pilots that were flying through the fog, and then suddenly, oh, might be clearing, and suddenly oh, yeah. they fly into the massive yeah. fireball That's that right. is because that thing's coming in hot. Yeah, you know, yeah. But then Vivica's uh, friend, her stripper mate, she ends up going to that downtown building and yeah. going to where all the yeah, That's all, right, all, all the nutters going outside. <laughs> the, the <laughs> right, everybody's like, take me high. Take me. Take I will me. say this: if there's a day to be a nutter. That's the day. I, yeah, I, I might do it. I'll be yeah. on that rooftop. Yeah. yeah, my sign will be massive. I mean, they weren't wrong to be up there to be welcoming them with open arms. Because if you think about it, that was kind of a that was a beautiful gesture. They're there with open arms, humanity, yeah. saying, "You're welcome here. Look at our little hats we made and our posters." How right, adorable. exactly. No, it's yeah. like, did you ever see Mars Attacks? Yes. I mean, it's just like everybody was there. It's, uh, they go, the, the the aliens come down and everybody's just curious. It's like, yeah. are they going to come yeah. in? He goes, nah, nah. And then yeah. the translation says, we come in peace. And the, the hippie dude's like, they come in peace. And yeah. he le- releases a dove. And then suddenly they all like go nuts and start blowing everybody yeah. away. That's literally kind of what this movie uh, you know, was was like these people are like, hey, we love you. Yeah. Bam, they all get blown away. Yeah, and that's I mean, same in this. And when you saw this fire tear through all these buildings, I mean, it was like plasma cannon on on napalm. Yeah. You know, Absolutely. I mean, it was a powerful, powerful explosion. Yeah, that yeah. Was, it was fucking carnage, wasn't it? Yeah. I mean, I feel like all these explosions for sure would have disrupted some sort of temperature gauge on the earth or at least everyone's well-being for the next several hundred years sure i mean it it was global extermination within the next 36 hours and that was set on july 3rd right and it wasn't until the afternoon of july 4th that uh they ended up taking these these things down so how many cities do you think they got how many cities do you think were obliterated like 15 mile wide cities you know i mean many 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 cities were just wiped out absolutely many many perished yeah and we're going to take a moment real quick here at the movie goes we, we, we we'll be right back <laughs> <laughs> i'll tell you what though that were a really nice shot where when the statue of liberty was like down yeah yeah, and yeah. You yeah. saw the twin towers. Well, it was yeah, the, the morning. Crumbles. It was the morning after all the the fighter, the dog fighters were yeah. dog fighters. The the, uh, the 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 pilots, fighter jets. You know, the, you know Goose and Will Smith. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Were yeah. flying and, the top and, guns. and they're just looking. Yeah, the Top Guns. Yeah, we're we're looking around and they're like, you know, damn, I'm sure she got out, bro. And then <laughs> Harry Connick Jr. did his little Reverend impression, and they they go into this massive dog fight. Yeah. With these like one-on-one little alien spaceships that you yeah. don't really you yeah. never, didn't know we hadn't seen up to this point. Yes, yeah. get some, and they did. They got some, 
and many of their comrades died. Of course, Will Smith doesn't die because you need him right. to, to be in the sequel. One of the most no. epic non-Star no, Wars no, no. <laughs> Yes, uh, 50 mil will. He's not going to be there. Yeah. But then he, he takes us on like this epic uh, Star Wars y chase. Well, and of course, everything's got, got shields. You know, yeah. the, aliens, yes. the aliens have to be perceived to be invincible at the beginning yeah. of the movie. Yeah. You know, your bad guy always has to be. Stronger than they got cocky. I mean, they're like, they have shields, so of course they can go to another planet and just show up. Right. Yeah. They had shields. They knew what they were doing. That's an interesting thing, though. It's like, because that's how ultimately they were defeated. They were technologically superior. They had the shields. But as for just, you know, one-on-one aliens, boom, they shot it. Yeah. They, they shot it. That's what they say about the greys. Yeah. Know? That they, they claim that the greys are some, like, biological Like, we of, could probably take a grey in, why a, they in take, a hand-to-hand combat. Yeah, that's why they take... Interesting. Yeah, that's why there's a group of them, and they take one at a time. Well, but you say you saw that that this alien used mind control. Yeah, you know he yeah. he didn't he didn't overpower Brent Spinner. Yeah, he uh, he mind controlled him. Yeah, that's so interesting. Yeah, peace, no peace. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I don't know why he didn't just shatter through the window with his body. You know. Yeah. Well, it wasn't bulletproof. Yeah, but the well, the the point that I'm making physically, yes, he's he's not. Oh, that's true. They had weaknesses. Yeah, flesh and bone. Physically, he was able to knock it out. On well, that's why it was in the bigger suit. It was yep. in the bigger yep. suit of armor, you yep. know, to, to protect it. And then mm-hmm. they, they opened it up and there was that little jump scene that was unnecessary yeah. in this <laughs> yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, so Will Smith, Fresh Prince, he shoots one down. Yeah, he? he does. He they they crash land in the desert. Yeah. And he, well, he, he tricks it. He, he, he it. bites it hard when he comes down. On yeah, the yeah, he does parachute. with a parachute. Yeah. Pow! It was definitely oh, a yeah. dummy. Yeah, yeah, it really was. Yeah. They didn't even try. He had shattered legs at the end of his story. Yeah, let alone a spine they find out like two years later he was eaten by wolves and shit (laughs) the whole second half of the movie was will smith's dying hallucination (laughs) he drug his body like ursula like (laughs) half a mile before he gave up (laughs) but he gets up and he he punches one of those those aliens out and welcomes it to earth yeah Yeah. and then 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 (laughs) lights up a stogie he does uh, what they call him uh, um russell and, and all the rvs Oh yes, oh, yeah, right. The RV brigade. Yeah, 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 he's dragging it through the salt, the salt, salty desert, salty yeah. flats, dry ass salty desert, yelling at it, kicking it, yeah. and then he sees. But here's the interesting point that ties these these characters together. So the president, Bill Pullman, he escapes. Yeah, he's on Air Force One. And then, Lone Star. Yeah. Yes, continuing and the, his bad acting. It, yeah, and then it's the dad that says, um, "What about Area Fifty One? Yeah. And the president is going. Yes, the Jewish dad. Yeah. <laughs> uh, 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 David's dad. Yeah. Levinson. The president is Star going. David. Area Fifty One doesn't exist. What are you talking about? And then the CIA guy, Putin. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it looked Dude, like he was a downer. Yeah, but it's interesting though because this was a very nationalistic, very American film. But it, it shit all over the CIA. It really it did, did. It did. And America's secrets. It put them on on front street. Right. It really did. And the movie did well because again, Roland Emmerich, if he was doing the own his own crafting of this particular yeah. story and movie with him and, and his partner or whatever, they're gonna they're gonna take a look at everything and make their own decisions. And if they're like, yeah, these motherfuckers are covering yeah. this shit up, so we're not Absolutely. gonna. It's like Oliver Stone. Oliver Stone's not afraid to do that shit no, either. Oh, always a great film. Do you see the? Do you see the? It's a little teaser trailer, but for the his new Edward Snowden movie. 
No, I've not no, seen it. It looks good. It. We'll post it on the website. But it's, I mean, yes. again, it's a teaser trailer. There's no actual footage. It just sets up a tone for the movie. And I, I look forward to it. That's a that's a topic that interests me. Uh, oh, he's an, an amazing filmmaker, Oliver Stone. We have to do one of his films. We should. I'm surprised point. we haven't at this point. We've yeah. done two Ridley Scott films. Yeah. I'll tell you what we should do. U-Turn. Have you ever seen it? Two Christmas Oh, no, I've never U-turn. seen it. U-Turn. I think I have. Uh, Sean Penn's in it. Jennifer Lopez is in it. Oh, wow. J-Lo. No. Yeah. No. Oliver Stone. It's a great film. Nice. It's quirky, kooky. U-Turn. Yeah. Okay, J-Lo. All right, yeah. Yeah, J-Lo's fine in it as well. Nice. <laughs> I, You know what? I don't think J-Lo is, is as bad as people give her, her she's crap pretty for. She's what, as what, an actor? Or a, yes, yes. She's okay. You know, I mean, she's, she's okay. you know. I, the Cell is pretty good. Have yeah. you ever seen that? No. Oh, yeah, she's good in that. Nice, nice. She was good in Jiggly. <laughs> Jiggly. Oh, God. <laughs> Jiggly. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, but I found that really interesting that the president is there and he's in the dark about Area 51. Oh, of course. Yeah, so they go there and Will but Smith But again, this is pre-9-11. Right. This is pre- the president might need to know a lot more what things. What do they call it? Plausible liability. Deniability. Yeah. Deniability. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had to be able to make make sure that if the president ever got questioned about this he didn't know anything yeah so that he couldn't be held responsible yeah mm-hmm. yeah but it turns out that they have one of the the original spaceships i mean the ones that we're seeing it from roswell from from the 1950s right, from right. the crash yeah. yeah so they have one inside and, and it looks a, just like the one I'm from now say that. yeah the tech has their tech has not changed right it? yeah right it would it might not necessarily have changed especially if they're just uh, interdimensional beings yeah. yeah do you feel like the president should know about area 51 like you know that scene where they where it's kind of they want all of us in the audience to feel like Oh, they lied to him. They lie. He should have known about that, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, is that is that one of those things where well, you're supposed you would to see expect. it and go, "Oh, that's that's right. They should they well, shouldn't I, tell him." I think you understand that the president is not all knowing and not quite as powerful. As, but as, it's like a briefing, though. You know what I mean? Like if there's aliens and you become president of the United States, right? Like I, think, I would imagine, in my dream head, I guess, like if I were to become president, I would want to know about that. That'd shit. be the first thing I'd ask if I were made president. Yeah, get me all the shit. On the Show UFOs. me the real technology. Yeah. Right. Take me underground. Which Let's is go. what I imagine <laughs> yeah. they, they actually do, especially now. You know, they, they 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 probably do. Possibly, I don't know. It might be just like the telly. Yeah. Like the guy's in the dark. All he is is a fucking uh, is the manager of Burger King. That's all. The yeah, until is. it's absolutely necessary for him to know anything. The franchise owners <laughs> don't tell the guy shit. Would yeah. you like that biggie right. sized? That's, that's all he knows. That's all. Yeah. The, honestly, he, he is. He's just the he's just the manager. How much yeah. corruption would you guys like? Would you like that biggie sized? Okay, something. <laughs> <laughs> My fellow Americans. <laughs> oh, so, Supersized corruption. Oh man, yeah. But just, he's like the he's like an overall he he's like the good old boy american president that you want to believe is what the president should be yeah you know? like yeah he's fighting he's p- for the people wait say that again he's fighting for the people you know he's uh, he's out there to um i don't know lead the people you know everyone's like hopeless and all of a sudden he gets up and he's the dude who delivers these brave hearty speeches he did yeah he and did. uh he well, decides to go fly the plane with everybody else you but know? jeff goldblum's the one who got super drunk Right, and yeah, and yeah. stumbled Started upon trashing. stumbled upon yeah. the answer based upon the wisdom of his father, who says he doesn't want him to catch cold. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, well, <laughs> which he mentions human behavior on the planet twice. Yeah, well, I mean, he may do it more than that, but he mentioned with the cup, the styrofoam cup. Yep. And then when well, he was he, trashing the place, he was like, at least if we trash it, maybe they won't want it, you know? Right. He yeah. talks about that a couple of times. It does. You know, especially at the very beginning, he's, you know, picking stuff out of the trash to go into the recycle and Harvey Firestein's 
you know, freaking out. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, it, it figures that he's, you know, kind of environmentally conscious and knows all these kinds of things and gives it a computer virus. Yeah. I found a little odd, too, whenever he figured out the plan, like his, his dad comes and talks to him and he's like, you're genius, the cold or whatever it was. Is that yeah. what he said? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so that he ends, yeah. So he ends up running over to that other scientist that's crashed out on his desk, his head's down. And he's trying to wake him up. And the guy gets up like he's like almost annoyed that he got woken up and, yeah. and I'm like dude this is like the only dude who's gonna save everyone and yeah. this should be the most exciting moment of your life you should be like thank god yes this is the moment you, you work your entire career for and yes he blew it yeah. well he he didn't have the greatest first reaction no you know they could have given him a take two and, and he would have he would have been feeling better where were you Roland you yeah. should have had him do a, something more real, realistic one, one take Roland <laughs> that's, that's what we call it. this entire movie was done in one take dude no but they did have that scene where uh, Goldblum comes into the office on his bike Riding and he's going bike. he's weaving around all the people going yeah. crazy in the office that was a long ass scene and it was fucking awesome that's like, a testament to Jeff Goldblum's you know bike weaving skills I guess yes. it is yeah. Yeah. I wonder how many times it fell off before the guy that yes. was. Yeah, exactly. exactly. He, there was a part where he almost looked like he was about to laugh. Yeah. When he was coming down, there were some people getting really close to him. Yeah. And he kind of had this little look about him like, oh shit. Oh you know? shit. <laughs> it's good Jeff Goldblum though. So Jeff, yeah. if that's the truth. It's good in Jurassic Park as well. He Must is. go faster. He used that line in this movie. He did, did he really? He did. Three, is that, is two I'll years be later. I'll yes. Be, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's go faster. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> ah, interesting. Uh, Mr. Uh, Mr. Data from Star Trek were all right as well. He turns up, didn't he, around here? He did. He did. Yes. Was he, was the, he was the guy who was, they were doing the autopsy and he, mm -hmm. he got mind controlled by the alien. Yeah, that was cool. It was almost a bit, little bit like The Thing, the way it opened up. I yeah. Mean, you've probably not seen that John Carpenter no. filmed The Thing. No, I have not. It's like this contorted alien species. They're opening up the head and just like that, it pops up. Oh, yeah. 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 Looked like the yeah, predator's that was mouth. It. That was the jump scene. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Remember the predator when he opens his mouth? Yeah, looks like a, <laughs> yeah. You know, it kind of looks like a vagina. It's a yeah. little freaky. Ooh, what kind uh. of vaginas are you looking at, dude? <laughs> <laughs> looking at the ones predator, with teeth. Predator vaginas. <laughs> What's the big creature in the sand? The sand creature in Star Wars? Oh, like the sarlacc. You know, it's yeah. it had yeah. a weird look to it. Nice. <laughs> yeah, it shoots open. You know, and they also did that on Men in Black. They opened up the alien uh, head, and there's a little alien sitting at the control seat. Ah, that's that was another true. Will Smith movie with an alien that opened up. You know what I mean? That's right. That's right. Wow, that's a, that's kind of a nice thing to have on the belt as mm -hmm. an actor. How many movies have you been in with aliens that came out of a <laughs> bigger alien? Nice. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, there's no smoke without fire. Maybe that's maybe that's how they are. Who knows? So Area 51 has this freaking Roswell ship that. Uh, that Will Jeff Smith Goldblum and, and Will Smith are flying up to the aliens. Yeah. They're, they're going to plant the plant the virus in the... Yeah, before all that, though, they decide to n fucking nuke Houston. The plan is... Oh, shit. Yeah, the plan is, as uh, was going into the third act, it's, um, what the fuck do we do? We're, we're fucked. They've just, just, just destroyed everything. All right, let's nuke them. Yeah. He's sitting there, isn't he, the president, and the yeah. guy's looking at him going, well, what are you going to do? What are you going to do? All right. Let's we gotta it. try it. Fucking hell. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What better state to fuck up than Texas? <laughs> yeah. We've got Texans now. They're, they're and it fucks up, and they don't even. Nothing happens. I don't, no, I don't, I don't no. know. No, no. The, the fucking the, the shields. Yeah. So then they come up with the idea of the virus. Yeah. yeah. So I guess there was never any other. Uh, like, what happened with the bomb? Did it destroy the actual city when that happened? That's we, what I was wondering. Uh, Rollins just Rollins didn't care. The, 
Yeah. I mean, at that point, you know, Roland, the, 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 the important part was that the alien spaceship That's was true. not, was otherwise, it been, yeah. otherwise it would have been, otherwise it would have been, that would have been the end of the movie. 10, ten minute long movie Suspense, and, suspense, you know, yeah, fog exactly. will clear, yeah. ship's still there, moving I'll tell you on. what, I'm glad to hear, I know we, we're chipping through the, the plot, I'm glad, we are. I'm, glad we we, are. I'm glad we skipped all the pointless emotional shit where the first lady dies and Will Smith oh, gets yeah. married. Oh, yeah. I hate all that shit when it's crowbarred in. The I see dead people scene, the daughter. It could have been, you know, a, uh, under two hour movie had they not yeah. had some of that those kind of moments the, the, the characters and were a little bit too cardboard yeah for you to attach so much heavy sentiment to well, it well much like in san andreas as well you know it's yeah difficult for yeah. the rocks you know little emotional moments where the wife is you know yeah. dating somebody else i guess it's a disaster stuff. movie trope it's just cheesy yeah. they're cheesy written films they kind of yeah. strike this uh almost this storyline version of reality yeah and feed people you know how it is in this real life scenario because when you watch those kinds of movies you're trying to put yourself in a real world space so you can think of how would our white house handle this if that shit happened like if we got up tomorrow and there were ships out you know what would you do would you pack your shit up and get out of town would you just stay and smoke some bulls and <laughs> yeah, that'd be my vote. Do a couple podcasts. And <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, I, yeah. Who knows? Who knows what else there is to do? Yeah, I mean, I mean, yeah, if, if something if something destroyed downtown Los Angeles, we would be taken out as well. Oh, I'm sure. You know, I mean, we we don't mm. live that far unless we yeah. have the power. Yeah, superhero style. We just come walking out of the out of the smoke. The three movie goes. <laughs> no, it's coming through. It, it won't be. It'll be Gary. <laughs> Gary <laughs> with his cane yeah throw that can away <sighs> he tries to lean on it and just turns to smoke <laughs> and then we, yeah. we end up into that um, the speech the speech that, that and this is when I when I was reading about it today the speech got a lot of flack Oh, I'm sure it did. Okay, yeah. so we're finally getting to the climax of this goddamn movie. Uh, the everybody is being asked, "Hey, if you have any pilot experience, please come and help us." You know, we're going to mount this major counteroffensive. And of course, Russell is chipping. Yeah, this any drunk virus, pilots right. out there? Any yeah. drunk yeah, pilots? Randy, de- Randy decides he's going to throw his <laughs> drunken hat. Of course, it does. Yeah. Uh, and Bill Pullman gets up and he's going to give this like you know salute-worthy speech. Mm-hmm. What, and what's the flex? And so let's what, roll what, this. What he, yeah, we should roll, roll the clip from uh, Braveheart. <laughs> <laughs> it gets a lot of flat because it's uh, uh, America saves the world. It was an America saves the world, mm-hmm. and let's all praise America. And uh, July the Fourth, Independence Day is now the world's day. Well, they yeah, show I mean, they show this inclusive kind of a mentality, though. Or I mean, it's not like you know everybody in the world will celebrate America's Independence Day. Well, it was weird. No. It kind of showed America isolated because when they showed all the other countries in that. Big open. There was a montage. Yeah, there was yeah. a montage where everyone was kind Everybody of together. Everybody got the message by like Morse 80, code. Eighty style montage. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. It's like where were the American troops in that UNE kind of yeah, area? That's true. So right. we were off in our own world trying to just create all the problems. It did. It did. Solve it the did problems. Do that. I noticed that. I didn't mind it though. I, 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 I was thinking this speech, and you you kept saying, "Oh, here we go. We better rewind it." I didn't mind it. I didn't. It didn't upset me or offend me. Which part? The uh, Bull, Pil- Bull, 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 Bull Pillman's speech. I thought it was I liked it. I, I thought it was cute. Yeah, I thought it was cute. Yeah, I mean it's 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 a sentimental type of yeah, speech. Take up your sword. 
have some hope. It's that kind of shit. People need that. We Just need, a very simple worldview that's utter bollocks. But the way well, the way it worked for this film, you got to get people fired yeah. up when you're sending them into uh, yeah. very obviously yeah, suicidal fair missions. Enough, fair yeah. enough. And you know, I, I was telling you this one at the uh, you know the Muslim extremist group, the what they called the Hezbollah. Hezbollah. Hezbollah, yeah. Hezbollah. They banned this film because because uh, Jeff Goldblum was a uh, Jewish and he came up with a solution. That's hilarious. Yeah. But that's a good point. I mean, that's kind <laughs> of interesting. Yeah, uh, exactly. And they his name like is David, so the star of David, Jews, Jewish. Yeah, they weren't having it. That's it. That's fucking wow. ridiculous. Fucking that's ridiculous. That's a reason to ban a movie. Fucking ridiculous. But no, really, but you know... Uh, it's not a reason to ban a movie. It's no reason to ban Jeff Goldblum. Not a Jeff Goldblum movie. No. Well, I'm yeah. surprised Will Smith didn't get all up in arms about that. Really? I am. No, not really. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Will Smith cared. Probably no. No, no. He made his money. Yeah, yeah he had here. Here comes the Men in Black coming up. That's you know? true. That's true. Well, it's it's ironic that they all have all these these missiles and they're firing all these missiles and they're doing all this damage. And at the same time, that I thought they're not doing enough damage to this fucking ship. That's exactly what went in the movie. Somebody said, "Hey, we're not doing enough damage to one of these ships," and you realize, "Oh no, they're never they're never going to be able to take these these bastards yeah, down. They don't right. have enough penetration. There's no yeah. thrust. Right. There's not enough pen." Oh, so Will, this is what caught. Will and Jeff Goldblum are deep in the in the bowels of the mothership, right. having uploaded the virus. Right. Yeah, yeah, they just like brave little bastards. They fly out there and yeah. just go straight into the little hole. It has like a little people. Yeah, they do. I mean, and it was such a massive ship and such a tiny little hole, but they were. I guess they had a tractor beam. I mean, every well, alien it essentially took over the beam. ship and pulled right. them in. Yeah, it did. so they didn't have to steer it. Right. But oh, thank well, God there was only a couple turns in there. Right. <laughs> straight on out, <laughs> hang a left. Yeah. I thought it was ballsy though. Yeah. yeah. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. No, not just ballsy for the characters, but ballsy for the movie. The way yeah. they, the way that. That you're going to talk about their core temperature being. Yeah. Dropped below the. Uh, I don't know, you explained <laughs> that one of the high dares. Where you mentioned how the balls. The balls are, keep the oh, yes, cool. Yes, ballsy. Yeah. Yes, got it. <laughs> yes, I get it. Yeah, that's funny. Huh. But yeah. It, it's, but it was uh, what they call him Russell Randy Quaid Randy Quaid Ra- Russell Case yeah yeah I don't, bu- I don't buy that the fucking president got in a fucking fighter jet and nobody stopped him and they're like I'm a fighter pilot I'm gonna yeah. really really George, George W. Bush got in a fighter jet just to land on a fucking aircraft carrier and announce mission accomplished what yes you don't remember this this no. is like 2005 no but it weren't gonna like war were we're just pricking about well, no, he wasn't actually going into war, but that's what I'm saying. They let the president do something stupid for no reason. Get some! You know, as opposed to now, it's like the world <laughs> is pretty much destroyed. Everybody's like, who's going to tell the president no? He can't get up there and fucking well, go kick some ass, I guess. I don't know. That's you know, I'm sure. Oh, like, yeah, another little tidbit. They screened this for uh, Clinton, Bill Clinton, while the president, while this was going on. He got, a special, okay. he got a special screening. Nice. Um, before it was released. Legend nice. has it, those were some of his favorite cigars in the <laughs> film were from bill uh, yes yes <laughs> they were called the winskies <laughs> more rare than a cuban i don't know a mark cuban he's such he's such an adorable little yeah okay um 
Russell, uh, uh, Randy Quaid flies his airplane. He went kamikaze. He did. He did. He's like, hello, boys. Well, his bomb wouldn't go off. It got stuck. Yeah. Yeah. And he flied. He flew his airplane into. I like that. I thought that was a nice end to his character arc, particularly all the stuff about how he was like. Because it it didn't have to. I liked that he didn't feel the need to explain if Randy Quaid had actually been abducted by aliens or not. You just. He got his moment of glory and he got to be the hero, which which is kind of what you want. You want a moment of satisfaction. Yeah. Yeah, for absolutely. a character that gets shit all the movie. Absolutely. Question is, who gets the plane? It's point. blown up. What are you talking about? His little plane. His because he was dragging it with the RV. His right. oldest son, probably. Yeah, probably. Yeah. He, he didn't really like crash. his dad at all, did he? Well, he, he, thought, kinda, his, he thought his dad he, was a fuck up. Yeah, I thought dad's an alcoholic, fucking deluded. But like in the end, he came through. What was so funny though is, like you said, they, they blow the ship up and it comes crashing down. <laughs> yes, and we're, we're fifteen only, mile wide. Yeah. Ship. And it must, have, it must. It happens to just land in this fucking desert. Well, everywhere in the world, it happened to land in but, remote areas, above yeah. major cities, yeah. all over the place. Yeah. I mean, the and the place must be fucked. And they're all walking out there, and they're all happy, and they're all smiling, and the big, you know, big orchestral right. music is the end of the movie. We've defeated the bad guys, and then you got to think. This planet's fucked. Yeah, man. we've yeah. got to clean this fucked. up. How many people are dead? Yeah. As if in this new movie, they do something to where those ships become overgrown with like jungly and right. some people make expeditions. It's like a quarantine zone, you know, where all these ships are. They become like these major it becomes, quarantines. It becomes predator. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah, basically you end up going into this whole, like the ship wrecked. You nice. go into all the little, you know, rooms in there. And nice. Nice. Well, maybe part, maybe they've been taken over by like a commune. See, that's part of that's part <laughs> hey of. Hey man, I you think. want a burger? We got some burgers over here. I would be surprised if that's not what they've part of what they've got planned for the new Star Wars movie because you know they made a big deal out of the Star Destroyer in the background, like having crashed into the the planet, and you know the the Millennium Falcons flying around in the. You know, I, I so I imagine something along the lines of what you were just describing. Is yeah, the, is on the 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 docket for Star Wars. Yeah. I am curious yeah. about the uh, yeah. Just the whole new one. I mean, it's. I'm glad that Will Smith's not going to be in it, just because I realized watching this movie, I wouldn't really want to see. This yeah, crap I mean, it would have been the same kind of story if if Will Smith was, you know, again the star of the movie. Just yeah. super cocky and just not very nice throughout the whole movie. Yeah, like, he was even mean to his dog. Well, uh, <laughs> I mean, he, but he was he was mean in the lovable Will Smith kind of way. I felt. I, I like the one where he character. squeezed his dog, uh, killed his dog, and uh, I am oh, legend. Oh, I am legend. That's true. He doesn't like dogs. Will Smith. So Will Smith, if uh, you're listening, explain, explain yeah, to us. Explain. Why <laughs> <you're so excited. laughs> um, we might have. Did we get to the end of the movie? That mean? We're, yeah, pretty much. That was it. Okay, so we're kind of in the at the the part of the show. Hold on, I got to get the the theme song up. We, yep. we come to the part of the show where Quaid we, saves the day. We. Uh, have rated oh, okay. we, we get to uh, oh, yeah, bring in our rating a, system you've got a little uh, ditty for this for uh you? for us on the three movie you're never called. playing it on your cell phone so this is the part of the show that we we rate this movie essentially and yeah. we've we've decided we each have one jalapeno yeah that uh, we can give all, none, or or any fraction of which uh, throw it in the hat as uh, our rating system for this movie. So, mm-hmm. Martin, how would you uh, how would you rate Independence Day? Uh, it's not getting a whole one. No, no, <laughs> it's not worth the no. it's Just not the worth the, the deep dick jalapeno. No, <laughs> jalapeno. I give it half a jalapeno. 
Half a jalapeno. I mean, that's a that's a pretty that's a pretty strong rating. That's a, strong, you mean it's low? Well, I mean, it, it, just think about it. It's like it's half of its potential rating for you. You know, it's it's there. There must yeah. have been some elements of this movie that you were. Uh, you it's a little bit dated. It's not really a classic. Okay, um, it's it's one that you might just have on because of the 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 occasion. I can't see me rushing to watch it again, but I do appreciate it. Okay, um, okay, but uh, I don't know, maybe a little bit more than half. A half and a bit. A half and... A, if we're doing jalapenos, it's going to be a half and like a, just a, another little bite. Okay. All right. Like so a we'll, little, uh, little nibble. Half and a bite. Half and a bite. Joe, what's, what's your, what would your little rating be? Uh, half and a bite. Um, I will wage you uh, <laughs> <laughs> just a small bite so we can put it back at a half. No, I'm kidding. Uh, sorry, I was trying to do math. That didn't actually work out. In my no, head. it didn't. You did, you did opposite <laughs> math, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I blame this Wookiee cookie. Uh, no, but uh, I would put in a quarter of my jalapeno. Really? Just a Man, quarter. Man, you two are doing some pretty some pretty low wow. ratings for this film. Wow. I just... Uh, there's... It seems so uh, disinformation-y. Like, it kind of feels that way to me. Disinformation-y. Okay. I just right. don't feel like it's very... I don't know. I, I see. Feel... I don't think it was. I don't think it was disinformationy so much as it just was. It was just information. It wasn't correct information. It wasn't disinformation. Yeah. It was just. It's just a movie for the sake of being a movie. Yeah. Maybe. Okay. I think they touched all the points. All the points of the alien conspiracy world. The, I, really, yeah, everything I mean, I, from ab, uh, abductees to Area Fifty One to yeah. the CIA having information. That, see, I didn't think it was any dis any more dis- disinformationy than something like They Live or. You yeah. know, Blade Runner or THX eleven thirty eight, which But I mean know. I guess I'm giving I'm giving out a piece of my jalapeno towards people's like if I were to say here's how much I would go see this, it would take a whole jalapeno as the best, right? Yes, yes, right. And you're saying that you're giving it you're you're giving this a rating of point two five jalapeno. Hmm. One quarter jalapeno. I'll give it a half a jalapeno. I'll half change a, my half I will, a jalapeno. Yeah, I will change my Initial answer to okay. half a jalapeno. Half a jalapeno. I mean, I'm going to go with two-thirds of a jalapeno. So what's that? 0.75. No, that's wrong. You sons of bitches are going to make this difficult. 0.75. I'm just uh, always going to cut mine into fours. No <laughs> quarters. Yeah, that's hard, though. That's getting into fractions. 0.66. It's, it's, one and, it's one and three quarters jalapenos is the official rating that uh three movie guys well, given i mean for independence day what did you define my other bitters because <laughs> i had a bite in it i did it I, I put it as 0.6 so 0. like oh, that's so, perfect yeah, yeah that's so good. 0.6 that's good. and then you know it was, which you know you got to think again think about this movie for what it is um for me i gave it i gave it a 0.75 just or a point no no, no i didn't i gave it a 0.66 just because it was a it was a movie that that i yeah, again, grew up watching as a child. I've seen. Many, I mean, it's many an times. American classic film. Yeah, sure. I, I think so. I mean, it's a, it's a modern classic. I actually enjoyed it a lot more than I thought I were going to do. Yeah, yeah. Mm. So it's well done for sure. It's yeah. a well done film. Some of the writing's iffy, and yeah. You know. But like I said, the first the first act of this is almost perfect. The way they built it up, the way they introduced the characters, the way That's they true. built the tension, and when they're left on that note with the Statue of Liberty down. Yeah, that that was a clear marker, and then it came up. Um, July third. July third. Yeah, that was really, really. It it dragged from from there on. Yes, it did. It got a bit too buddy buddy and a bit too sentimental. They at could parts. have probably shaved a third off the movie in those last two they acts. Could. Yes. They definitely give gave people their money's worth in this film. Like if you know going to the movies, this is the kind of movie you'd walk out going, "Well, they fucking took me on a whole yeah. journey." You That's know, true. Yeah. In 96, I imagine. 96. It, I imagine it took your tits off in ninety six. Yeah, oh probably. yeah, my tits oh, were yeah. on the ground. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
my ten year old eyes off of them. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> tweaking them the whole time. What was this? Uh, what's this? This rap that you wrote, Martin? Oh. Martin. <laughs> It's, it's, uh, I'm gonna say it's a poem, bro. It's a poem. Excuse me. Right. Rap was not the right word, uh, but it's it's. it's kind of the same. Do you want me to give you a beat? To do it? No, because okay. I've not worked it out to a beat. Okay. All right, let's, you want to hear this crap? Let's see. Let's yeah. see what we got. Let's see what we got. All right. Cool. So here we go. It's not a conspiracy. It's reality. Everything you see on TV is a fallacy. False flag mentality. Every nationality duped into believing a global catastrophe. It's not happening. The media treat us like dickheads. Politicians telling lies longer than Taylor Swift's legs. Living life to excess, we worship the vacant celebrity. Assalamu alaikum. In all territory, <laughs> Islam is not the enemy. Think revolution a solution before we're soon dead. Turn off the TV, pick a book, and do your best not to be spoon-fed. Oh, oh shit! Boom. I mean, be smart, people. Yeah. Be smart. Think for yourself. The show's over, everybody. Good night. We want to tell you there's nothing left being brought to you by... Um, man, that was awesome, dude. Thank you very much. Thank you for that's sharing awesome. that. And that's Not even sure why I wrote it. I think it's a perfect way to, to end the celebration of America's Independence Day with, with <laughs> words from somebody who doesn't give two shits about what, what July 4th means. Because, you know, it no, doesn't mean anything. I care about freedom. I care about people. I like America. I like Americans. Yeah. yeah. Nice. So nice. I have a, have a happy... Uh, uh, Thanksgiving. Happy, happy, <laughs> happy Easter. Happy Fourth of July, everybody. Yeah. yeah. For this week on Three Movie Goes, I'm Ian. I am uh, Anthony Bourdain, the TV chef. And Who? Anthony Bourdain. Anthony Bourdain. <laughs> yes. All right. How can we Nigella Lawson if you nice, like? Nice, nice. Nigella Lawson. Ooh. Damn. And don't forget to wear those red, white, and blue panties this weekend. I'm Joe. And peace out. With, With your peace, peace out. Follow us on Twitter at 3amovigos. And online at 3amovigos.com. What these two sexies said.